0: And this is this week in car audio. I tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. This in car audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in,
1: tune in. We be talking about bass, talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got 'em,
2: zip your lips. You got a problem you haven't found? Check your grounds. The show about to start. Start. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in.
0: Tune it, tune in,
2: tune it, tune 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 in, tune tune in this week car audio, Yeah, yeah. Tune in, tune in this weekend car audio. Welcome to this weekend car audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, co-hosted by um the internet and tv sensation <laughs> mr jeffrey fernandez good afternoon hey, sir
0: salutations
2: whoa the salutations he went all technical on us <laughs> um all right and our guest this week is if you guys can't see i am doing uh, uh sharing this right now but our guest this week is going to be chris and kyle rhodes uh what's the uh, team member Uh, that you have Uh,
1: uh, flex issues
2: that's right it's flex issues Kyle flex issues uh, let's see what did uh, oh hey he said what's up to us there we go Uh, let me get back to sharing the video like I was oops I didn't share it all the way anyway uh, tell us about your team and uh, you know what got you involved in all the car audio and that kind of thing sure
1: Um, so our team is primarily based, uh, in central California. Um, most of our members are in Bakersfield, but a couple of us are kind of up to 99. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have actually been into car audio probably since about 1999 or 2000. Um, before I could even drive, my brothers were heavily into it. Um, so I would kind of hang out with them when they were putting stuff in their cars, um, back at that time. And this was, you know, before I even had a license or anything, so they're really the ones that got me into it um and the first noteworthy show i went to was probably in 2000 or 2001 um at cal expo and at the time i i can't remember if this would have been autorama
2: that long ago if it was at cal expo's autorama
1: okay so that would have been the first show i went to maybe when i was 16 and and since then i was just hooked um and so from there i just once i started driving started putting stuff in my cars um and then I got into competing probably around 2009 or 2010 or so, um, somewhere in that time frame. Um, And at first, I was kind of a lone wolf. And then about a year or so after I was kind of into it, um, I met the Flex Issues guys and kind of took off from there. So that's kind of how I've gotten into it. Chris um, has kind of gone to shows with me um, since he was actually about two or three. Um, And so about the time he was old enough to even functionally drive a power wheels, we got him one and and. Put some bump in it for him and uh kind of the rest was history.
2: So so Chris, have you been doing this your whole life? <laughs> no. No? It sure seems like it. I mean you're only like and it seems like three it. or four, right? <laughs> no, I'm seven. Oh <laughs> seven. seven years old. All right. Um so are you a flex issues also, Chris? Yeah. Okay. R- remember, else? Hey, re- remember, we. this whole thing is we broadcast it on audio and video both. So uh, when you respond, you got to respond with a uh, verbal answer, right? So you got to say it out loud so people can hear you when they listen back on the radio. All right? Okay. That's a good answer. Yeah, there, we go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> all right. So, Chris, uh, let's start with you real quick since uh, you're the champion in the family, right? This is correct. Okay. <laughs> So what what championships do you have Chris? I don't know. You, you don't, don't know all know? of them? Have you won a ring?
1: Which oh, class did you win a ring for?
2: You know.
1: Remember when we were in Sacramento last year?
2: Yeah, so yeah. he got a power wheels. Uh he was in the power wheels class and um if you go to my Sonic FX page uh on uh, facebook you can see a whole bunch of videos just type in uh, flex issues chris or chris Rhodes or something like that and you'll see a whole bunch of videos of chris doing his power wheel thing
0: so, so. for those of you that uh, are listening and, and don't exactly know what a power wheels is can can uh, you guys describe it kyle chris what a power wheels is
1: yeah so it's gonna vary um a bit from org to Oregon and, and how it's metered um, so Chris actually has two power wheels um, and at, initially they were both built kind of differently um, so DB drag is metered um, about eight feet above the power wheels and it meters across the bandwidth utilizing the RTA mic um, so with the DB drag bagger beats you really have to be pretty loud across the whole bandwidth now when we compete in Mecca um, it's SPL only so when we're at mecca what we'll do is we fire the port um kind of into the kick area and then the mic will be down there so um it's just a you know like a power wheels or any type of you know small motorized car for kids um and then it would it would be application dependent based on how you build it um but it's the same as as you know the adults it's some semblance of get as loud as you can within you know these rules and such so So these
0: power wheel vehicles, you can, it's the ones that they have like at Walmart, right? You go to the bike section and you got all these like kid toys that kids can go in and like drive a, essentially it's like a little mini Jeep, right?
1: Absolutely. Um, And so they are like two, 300 bucks, but what I would recommend for any parents out there who want to do it check on offer or Craigslist because you're going to end up cutting it up and destroying it anyways. <laughs> and they're on there all day seriously for 25 bucks. They're always missing a battery and charger, which we don't care because we're putting lithium or something different in it anyways. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely, I highly encourage any parents out there thinking about doing it to do so. Cause honestly, Chris loves car audio just as much as I do. Um, and he'll bug me sometimes when we haven't gone to a show for a while. So you know, check on offer up. They're on there all day, 20 bucks, 40 bucks, missing a battery. Exactly. Who cares? Cut it up anyway. So
0: you could even check them out on like the yard sales. I seen some like out on the curb, you know, oh, like yeah. can just come pick up and with a free you know, sign on it. Exactly. And and you never know, you can pick it up and put a So essentially you put a system in it and like what people would do with their own cars, right? You put like a speaker box, you put some subwoofers, a head unit in there. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, some type of source unit for a while, Chris actually had a doubled in and his, um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, whatever fits the application for the c- class. I mean, you're probably going to have some semblance of subs, at least a couple of mids and highs. Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably going to ro- want to run some type of auxiliary battery. Um, the factory batteries on those things aren't very powerful, but right. you know, you throw even a single lithium bank in there, or maybe a little upgraded AGM battery or something, um, and can kind of get you going
2: nice nice yeah that's awesome uh now db drag because chris was the only participant this year on the west coast and on the east coast we only had two participants for that Uh, db drag has elected to remove that from world finals as a finals class but they are going to continue to offer it as an exhibition class at world finals so they dropped the bikes but kept the power wheels just because um we as a group uh definitely believe uh in in bringing in the next generation it's awesome there's not a ton of things i mean there are things that you can do as a father-son duo but Mm -hmm. um you know kyle you obviously have a love for the car audio that's deep ingrained for many many years and to share that with your son's got to be something special can you speak to that a little bit
1: yeah absolutely um you know it's something special and unique when you're outside building a box and you see little eyes peeking out the bedroom window at you and as soon as chris sees me with a drill or with a saw he runs out there and says can i help um and it's, it's just something where it's you know a father-son experience that it's hard to describe until your son comes outside and says can i help you build that box can i screw something in can i glue some panels and it got to a point to where toward the end, most of the enclosures on, on Chris's vehicle, um, he actually built himself. Now, obviously with the saws and stuff, I would do the cutting, but the gluing, the screwing, the painting, he did a huge portion of that. And so, um, just from a, a, like a, I guess you could say an educational standpoint or an academic standpoint, even just him getting accustomed to measuring and thinking and, and, you know, viewing it from that aspect, he's learning skills that later on in life, are probably going to benefit him, even if he gives up car audio in the future.
2: Yeah. So, uh, one of the stories, uh, with my son. So my son was uh, about four or five ish. And, uh, yeah, he, he destroyed a coffee table. It was a, it was a wood coffee table. So I'm out in the front yard refinishing. I go, you know what? You need to come over here. Cause you're the one who messed it up. So I started teaching him how to refinish wood. And, um, his friend from acosta street same age as him they're within a couple of months of each other they were born you know they've known each other since they were born he comes across the street and my son says i'm busy right now i can't do anything i'm doing man work and there you so, go <laughs> so he was refinishing a, a, a coffee table out in front of our house and you know th- those are great uh, memories that um you know they're lost on the kids currently but right. um a- as they grow older they'll that will be a cherished memory that, um, you know, it's invaluable to them. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, uh, SQ sounds Barbados. Can you believe that Chris, you got fans all the way out in Barbados. Nice. Uh, Nevaeh, uh, was yes. watching here. Um, and then also, uh, Tristan, uh, wants to know, are you doing, are you planning any upgrades for your power wheels right now? Probably. Probably. What are you doing?
1: Are we doing the Power Wheels, or are we doing something bigger?
2: Something bigger. Oh, he's graduating, is he? Yeah.
1: He he is graduating. Um, he just he's too big for the Power Wheels as they're configured, and it got to the point to where they just they're not drivable. Um, so I'm in the process of moving and and you know kind of a career change, so I'm kind of tied up short term. Mm -hmm. I've had some equipment to wall my blazer um and so once i wall my blazer and this is probably going to take this may be a year-long project but when it's done that will be the vehicle that chris uses to compete so he will have an adult car and he will be using that to compete
2: oh what class yeah uh i'll keep that under wraps but it will be walled all right sounds like a cyclone demo build to me just maybe just seeing what the flex issues guys bring to the table at most of the shows That would fall in line with the flex issue, guys. Um, Tristan, yeah,
0: imagine like a grown man. You know, you're going up against them, and then you look to your leap to the other lane, and you see a kid. <laughs> and then you get beat, and it's like, it's almost demoralizing, but hey, you know. And this wouldn't be the first
1: time that, that Chris has beat adults, because there's been shows where we don't take a Power bowls and I'll let him use one of my vehicles. And mm-hmm. he has definitely beat quite a few adults in some adult classes, so...
2: Yeah. Um, Tristan from Barbados says, uh, Kyle, I hope when Chris is ready to drive, he's going to want a full extreme build. uh, So you will have to start the college fund and the car audio funds right away.
1: (laughs) Hey, that checks out.
2: (laughs) Yes. Um, Let's see. We got uh, Stefan uh, Tikas, Team Mini, hanging out in here. We got Tiffany also from Barbados. We have Nevaeh, I saw her. Josh Tay2 from Reno. Uh, Steve Willis, checking in, says, uh, Jeffrey Fernandez, you ain't got no kids. He don't know you, <laughs> Jeff, you got a daughter.
0: Uh, I have a daughter, I just, uh, you know, I want the uh, the listeners and the, the viewers to know exactly what a Power Wheels is, yes. you know, just by saying, I mean, I know it was Power Wheels, I think everybody, every, when they were a kid, Mm-hmm. All got a chance to get one and ride it. If you didn't have one, your cousin had one, or you know, and you're riding in it. But you know, a lot of people don't know nowadays what a power wheels is and you know what you could do to it and, and what, uh, like DB Drag and Mecca has has uh, utilized you know for, for these power wheels. So just you know, giving them a heads up. Yeah, <laughs> that's all.
2: Um, Tiffany, uh, that's that whole family from Barbados. Um, she wants to know what the age limit is for kids to compete and power wheels i don't remember i do know wayne wanted to limit it to where the parent wasn't driving the vehicle um the kid had to drive it to the lanes um so i do know he had that as a limit in there um woody mcdonald says i can't wait uh for him uh in 10 years he will uh, love seeing himself as a kid on these videos
1: oh yeah yeah yep. kind of a timestamp. stamp
2: yeah. So yes. so like my daughter, my daughter was a softball player. She went and played Division One down in Bakersfield. And, um, you know, I, I recorded four hundred and like sixty games of her playing softball. And at oh, the wow. time, wow. she absolutely hated it. Mm-hmm. She yeah, I don't know what you're doing, dad, blah, blah, blah. And yelling at me about it and this and that. And uh, even to this day, um, every once in a while, she call me dad. I was watching one of those videos man, I was good at softball. <laughs> I, go, I go, you don't get a division one scholarship by not being good kid, especially in the pitcher position. Right. So, but yeah, um, the, these like, once again, you know, these are things that, um, uh, kids don't understand at the time, but as they grow older, they grow an appreciation for it. Uh, you know, you got Rick and Ricky, right. Um, right. Out in Fresno. And we were actually going to have Ricky on until you got back with me saying, hell yeah, we'll get on tonight. And I was like, dude, that fits the theme of what I wanted tonight. I wanted father son stuff. I was going to get Rick and Ricky on. We'll have them on another time and talk about it because, you know, this is where they were like 10, 15 years ago. I remember Ricky coming to the things. I mean, I'm not even sure he was out of diapers yet. (laughs) That's how long I've been judging, you know. (laughs) um and now what he got second place behind dan horner i mean guy does 172s or 173s and no walls and he was second place behind him so you know uh those things are awesome um (laughs) oh uh tiffany says we are paparazzi parents taking pictures and all that oh yeah so um Anyway, uh with that, so I dear I do hear you guys are you said you were in the process of a mood, job change, all that stuff. Um, so and you're moving to a little more centralized location for the car audio scene in California. Correct. So we may be seeing Chris hang out at more of these shows, maybe running a bass yes. race ride.
0: Yeah.
2: You 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 yeah. like him bass race, Chris? Yes. All right. So, your dad's going to have to get you a little Honda with a sealed 10 in the trunk, fold down the seats, and do some base race. I think that's what you guys need to do.
1: Uh, Go big or go home. If he's going to base race, we'll base (laughs) race with a wall.
2: (laughs) Base race with the wall in the 129.9 class. (laughs)
1: Just to be a dickhead, yep. Excuse me, just to be a jerk. Got to check my language.
2: Earmuffs. Uh, Earmuffs. (laughs) No, that's awesome. Uh, Chris, do you have any fond memories uh, from World Finals? No, you don't no do, do you it's know what just, I'm asking <laughs> it's
0: just too much to remember
2: it's too much to remember you, do you do you remember all the people cheering for you and stuff when you pulled your car in the lane and all that stuff yeah there there's a lot of support for the children in this um uh, in 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 that form, right there's just um I don't think I've ever heard a single person say a bad word about one of the kids doing this or none of that. Are you finding Kyle, that there's uh, just tons of support in in that?
1: Oh yeah. Chris is far more popular than I am. When I go to (laughs) shows, there are more people that knows his name than my name and they will greet him before they greet me. And, And I think that's awesome because, you know, it just provides kind of a feedback to him that what he's doing is worthwhile and he has people supporting him and there's people that enjoy seeing what he's doing.
2: Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, um, Jeffrey, you got anybody out your way that does Power Wheels yet? Or? Power Wheels,
0: no, no, not yet. Uh, I know when I went to finals, the East Coast finals, you know, I got to see some of those. But hey, hopefully after watching the show, we'll have a couple of parents out there, you know, go out and get themselves a, a Power Wheels and get their kids involved. You know what, though? There is uh, Ronnie Pruitt, um, Team School of Thump. Um, right he's uh he does usaki, but uh, he's been doing a lot of uh, db drag as well like the freestyle but anyways um he's a teacher at uh, school where he's at and i mm-hmm. think um i'm not sure if that's the subject he teaches but uh he uh, i think he did in fact pick up a power wheels uh from the side of the road and brought it to you know his uh, classroom and now the kids are uh uh, you know doing stuff to it so i'll have to check that out and share it with you guys but i know he's he's getting involved in it it's not necessarily his his kids but uh kids uh, at school his, you know yeah as classroom.
1: far as i know i if i remember correct i think he's a math teacher and they do it as projects right. in the classroom and yeah
0: um
1: based on the pictures i've th- i've seen i think his kids are perhaps middle school age roughly mm-hmm. um but yeah, they'll do it in the classroom and if i remember correct, he's a math teacher so um, I've seen quite a few that he's posted on Facebook with students working on them. Um, and I think he does do the USAC as far as the org is concerned. But yeah, Ronnie Pruitt is definitely someone out in Texas that's involved mm-hmm. with
2: it. For sure, for sure. Awesome. Uh, I actually uh, was going to college uh, for a physics degree because I wanted to teach physics in high school. And we every year for our physics project, I was hoping to build a car to compete at an event um but hey you know that it, it didn't work out um you know life got in the way and i had to drop out i only have three classes left to get my physics degree but i'll never make as much as a teacher as i do in construction so you know um that kind of went away uh, but th- my intention was wholly 100 percent i was going to teach uh, physics in high school and once I was teaching physics, we were going to use uh, car audio to explain physics. And I think it's a great thing to teach mm-hmm. kids about how uh, waves form and, you know, the, the math involved in the quarter wave theory. I don't, like I said, I don't know how you design and build your stuff, Kyle, but uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of the quarter wave theory just because I'm a little older school, you know, uh, when I was building boxes, um, our – our programs weren't as sophisticated as they are nowadays so right um, so
0: take advantage of that chris are you listening so if you're you know you're in high school and you get a chance to pick your classes hey get some of those uh physics and uh, electronics yeah. classes
2: yes you know, yeah they they, they might go. even have robot classes then i mean robot i know there's well that there's quite a few high schools that have uh robotics classes now right for their yeah. science class mm-hmm. and that'd be fun for you too right chris yeah i would yeah, you get to build your yeah. own robot and then go beat up other robots with it, like BattleBots. That'd be
0: so cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that that's actually pretty common, the uh BattleBots thing, uh, within schools, like they build mini mini BattleBots and, and do mm-hmm. that. That's like I said, um but as far as car audio goes, just you know, I mean, so you're talking let's say you buy the car straight retail, three hundred dollars. Um, how much money were you into system on that there, Kyle?
1: Uh, my wife is an earshot of me, so I'd rather not say. <laughs> um, when it was really built to kind of uh, be at its loudest point. Now, mind you, Chris is also on Team Crossfire. Um,
2: oh, okay. So
1: Roger, Roger and those folks over there have helped out a lot with him, um, especially getting the Power Wheels up and ready. Um, but at any given time, there was easily probably $3,000 worth of equipment on it when it was at its biggest. Mm-hmm. Now, because it, it is such a cumbersome thing to drive when it's like that, I would generally only build it up that much for the bigger shows. Some of the smaller shows, we'd have a smaller box on it. But at its peak, you know, when it was running 5,000 watts of power and 20 PA mids and tweets and subs and all that, definitely a couple thousand dollars worth of stuff. A couple of banks of lithium in there, so yeah.
2: Well, lithium's not cheap. So I mean, so okay, so let's go the other route. Um, say Jeffrey uh, has got a kid running around that he doesn't know about. Shh, don't tell his wife. No, no. <laughs> and Jeffrey wants to get involved in power wheels with his kid. Uh, my my youngest is 21 and he's six foot three, so he won't fit in one of those. Um, so it, Jeffrey's hypothetical child, um, okay. what would it cost him? Bottom of the barrel to get involved and start competing with this kid.
1: Now, it it depends on the org. And (laughs) if you're doing something like DB Drag, where you're concerned with RTA, or if you're more into the base portion, like like a Mecca. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, if you wanted to keep it as scaled down as possible, you know, a cheap, you know, head unit, do a four channel amp to bridge, you know, the rear channels to a small sub, use the front two channels maybe for a pair of coaxials. And, you know, at that point, throw in maybe a small AGM and you could easily get started for a couple hundred bucks um, if you're trying to keep it kind of scaled down. So um, cost of entry is not too bad if you're just kind of keeping it simple at first. But, you know, there's been times where we've taken his to a show with just the head unit, a four channel amp, the 12 and maybe two mids. And it's been sufficient to have some fun and put on a cool show.
2: No, that, and, that, and that is definitely – it's always a cool show when the kids come out and show up there and show off their stuff. I mean, that's – it. and I truly, as a judge, I try to make a big deal of it. And, you know, um, we stop the show, and it's just about Chris when he's competing, um, just, just similar to when we do a Cyclone Run. You know, um, it, it really focuses on the individual that's competing at the time. And um, I wanna make a big deal out of Chris. I wanna make a big deal out of whoever it is competing and uh, try and foster their enthusiasm for what they do. Um, Chris, so you have any uh, trophies that are bigger than you, sir? I think one. Only one? Did you get super tall all of a sudden? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. You did get taller? All right. I I know we did have a couple of trophies that were bigger than him for sure.
1: Yeah, he he has so many. Mm-hmm. His room is full. We have some in the living room, the garage is full, so his trophy collection is catching up to mine pretty quickly.
2: <laughs> so so Chris, do you share this with your friends at school? Do you, you know, like show and tell or tell them about this or No. You don't. No. No. Do any of your friends know you go out and compete and show that? Yeah. What about your cousins? They know.
1: Your cousins came to a show with you before.
2: <laughs> He's thinking hard. hard. I see this. Yeah. The gear the gears are turning. <laughs> He's still looking. No, not in his memory banks.
1: You know, with his peer group, he's in first grade, and I think if he told another first grader, "Hey, I have a stereo system on my Power Wheels," I think that would be so foreign to them that they wouldn't even grasp it.
2: Yeah, I think so. I I think that would be an awesome show and tell, which I don't know if they still do Mm. that in schools or not. Um, But that would be an awesome show and tell for him to come and and just kind of demonstrate what he does to have fun with his dad. I mean, that would you know, that's um, like I said. To me, that's awesome stuff. Uh, I, I don't even know if they do show and tell anymore. Um, do they do that with you, Chris? Do they do show and tell in your classes? No. No. Uh, th- those used to be the awesome times, right? You bring oh, yeah. Dad, so you, yeah, yeah. yeah. You
0: know. Chris, you just need to drive it, drive to school in your uh, yeah. power wheels, bump in, <laughs> and uh, pretty sure you'll get the ladies checking you out too, and you know.
2: <laughs> Are you looking for a girlfriend, Chris, right now? No. no. Why
0: not? I'm only in first.
2: That's okay. I, I had my first it, girl right? girlfriend when I was in kindergarten. Do
1: girls have cooties? Okay. Oh, they still, still got cooties? They still have
2: cooties. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have cooties yeah. to me when I was in kindergarten. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> I had a third grader girlfriend back then. Yeah, that's how I rolled. Um, oh but... man. My my wife is the first woman I've dated that was younger than me. So, and started then I started going her. for the cougars. Yes, I did. I started early, <laughs> going after cougars. <laughs> um. So so that's with Chris. Uh, Kyle. What um. So what have you competed in? Uh, you know, some big accolades, possibly any of that stuff for you. Um,
1: so most of my time in, in DB drag, I've focused on the stock classes, um, generally the lower wattage ones. I've always liked thousand watt, 2000 watt, 500, just because for me, I think the biggest challenge and the thing I enjoy the most is chasing efficiency. Mm -hmm. Um, so for the last pretty much four or five years in my blazer, um, kind of always been in those classes. That's what I find most enjoyable. Um, Mecca and some of the other orgs, I'll do a little bit more with the music stuff, um, but with DB drag, to me, what what I have always found the most fun and challenging is the lower watch classes. So I'll be leaving those classes probably. I I, I actually have a trunk build, which probably going forward, I'll be using the trunk build when he's using the Blazer once it's walled. As far as accolades, nothing real major. Um, I've gone to finals every year since 2017, and there's always been someone just a little bit louder. So um, I've lost to some, some pretty... Uh, pretty qualified people. So, you know, when you lose, lose to someone like Kevin Collar, you know, what are you going to do? You know, they're just <laughs> better than you. So a lot of seconds and thirds at world finals. But, uh, for me, it's all about the experience and, exactly. um, just knowing that I'm close, you know, you got to get a little bit louder next time, but I've had fun, whatever the outcome's been at world finals.
2: <laughs> uh, Tiffany out of Barbados says, um, says their kids are a little too big for those power wheels. They're going to have to borrow their godchild to (laughs) start competing with them, which is awesome. Um, so have you uh, looked into the base race stuff at all or anything like that, uh, Kyle?
1: So I actually, I've base raced a few times in my life. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: The very first time I base raced was about 12 years ago. And the first time I did it, I won at that show and I didn't realize the person I beat was like a formal, former world champion or a runner up in base race. Uh It was SSB Tim. If you remember. Oh yeah. Yep. He was runner
2: up like four years in a row or something like that.
1: Okay. So my, the first time I ever tried it, I ended up beating him. Um, and then I didn't try it again for probably five years and (laughs) wasn't good at it. And just, it's just not really a format for me, I guess you could say. Okay.
2: And that and that's uh, one of the great things about our shows and whatnot is we try to have a format that suits most people. Right. Um, right. Uh, in all honesty, you can uh, you can base race with a single 10 in a hatchback sealed and you can right. be one twenty nine nine base race, two thousand watt amp, single 10 and, a, you know, and a deck. Uh, and, and I mean, that's that's like as bare bones, whatever. But you could be nationally competitive with something that small. Right. Um, that's why these shows are great. Anybody can compete. Everybody can bring somebody with them. Somebody that has just even the smallest amount of beat in their car. And there's something for you to do in USAC. There's something for you to do in Mecca. There's something for you to do DB drag. There's always a place where somebody can fit and come in and have fun. And as a spectator versus a competitor, we like to hit this pretty hard on this show. But you go to a different level of um, inclusion when you're vers when you're a spectator versus a competitor. When you've competed, it changes your dynamic with with the other people, right? Would you agree with that?
1: absolutely and and kind of touching base with base race the one thing that i i do like about it and the one thing that i feel is important for db drag is with a newcomer if they're in you know stock 5k sometimes newcomers lose by 15 decibels to some purpose built vehicle whereas if they lose in base race their first time out somebody like brian nyman hits a 29.9 but they may have hit a 129.0 so they're much closer to, to victory, at least numerically. And it's not such something that's going to just completely turn them off from the sport. So I do like with base race, like you said, somebody could have a 10 in a sealed box and be closely competitive with a Brian Nyman their first time out. And so yep. the fact that it can draw newcomers, I think, is important for DB drag um, because it will maintain the competitor base to a good level. Now, whether or not I do it, that that's fine. But it's important <laughs> that we have people doing it whether it's me or the new guys, so that is one thing I do like about the base race.
2: Okay. Um, did you see? Any, if you catch a question, go ahead and hit it up, Jeffrey. Um, okay. But uh, with uh, you guys, is there a show that's like more memorable to you, uh, Kyle? Or um, so
1: my favorite show historically um, has always been Autorama. Mm-hmm. Autorama when Flex Issues was first kind of getting it into it, 2010, 11, 12, 13 those were always some of my favorite shows and when I've gone to the Autoramas more recently like it pains me to see a turnout of 10 people competing because that's not what Autorama was yeah. and I still go to Autorama but man those Autoramas you know circa 10 years ago were, were always but my favorite
2: we had 165 entries uh, the last one I did so i mean that's a lot of entries right <laughs> so no I, i'm a big fan of the autoramas uh, the my very first one uh big show i competed was autorama and then i did uh, forbidden fantasies down at lake paris uh, those were the two big shows i did back in 2000 um and, and back then there was only db drag and there was like i think the lake paris show had over a hundred competitors and oh, there was wow. only like six or seven classes, I think, in DB Drag. So, you know, you had 100 competitors play trying to place into six classes. Um, Autorama is awesome. It was awesome. I'm really trying to get it back. I'm trying to get involved with the people that are doing it now, uh, see if we can't bring it back. A- and, and truly, um, Surf City was like a – sister show to autorama right they came to autorama said hey this is what we want and then they took it back to surf city and said and that's what they've grown surf city into right to be honest with you i mean it's became the new autorama right um but I'll, i'm doing my best to bring autorama back to what it was uh, i would love to see you know 150 200 entries again on the weekend <laughs> you know it it's it is um usually valentine's weekend but um you know like you said you always went right right so um and, and people drove down from utah washington arizona um you know i went to
0: a couple of them
2: yeah you did uh, yeah,
0: I, went, uh I think uh chemo just shared a picture not too long ago on facebook uh it was uh when you called me up and got my trophy and i had my daughter in the picture and uh, oh there you go it was, a, it was a cool memory it was a good memory we uh it was probably our first road trip from the SoCal. We uh up to uh, Autorama up there in uh, Sacramento, so it was
2: pretty memorable for me as well. Okay, that's awesome. I, I mean, that's like I said, Autorama had a lot of things. I had a I have a picture somewhere of my son getting on the mic, pretending he was me. <laughs> and he, he, you know, he was like five or six years old then. Uh, like I said, he's twenty-one now, so that was uh, um, you know. That was then. Uh, Tiffany did have a question for Chris. Said, uh, which power wheel setup is your favorite? Because you have two, right? So which one's your favorite? Do you like the little Jeep or do you like the big blue truck? Big blue truck better. So which one's that?
1: So the big blue truck is the one that uh, he used at the most recent finals. So that's the one that's seriously, seriously overbuilt. (laughs) Um, And that's actually the one that uh, he did a lot of the painting on it. So it's blue with a bunch of uh, stripes and whatnot. So um, he did help and do a lot of the painting on that one. But that's the more overbuilt of the two.
2: Oh, so he's like, Daddy, he wants to go big. Yes. Yes. So when you say
0: overbuild, I mean, what are we talking about? Like uh, crazy watts, uh, big big uh, build, big box, band pass. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. So at finals, I'll I'll try to remember what all he had on it. Um, he had two banks of lithium. He was running a doubled in. Um, he was running a C seven uh, Crossfire C seven fifteen wired at half ohm on a C seven three K. He was running an eight hundred point four on. I think a total of six Crossfire uh, XS PA mids. Some of them were 10, some of them were eights. He had, I believe, four Crossfire six and a halves, a um, couple of super tweets, another uh, four-channel amp that was running, I think a total of eight tweeters. So it was pretty overdone.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I'd say so. Matter of opinion. Yeah. <laughs> just ask your wife. She'll tell you it was way overdone. Oh, of course.
0: <laughs> oh, um, speaking of Crossfire, right, they uh, they donated a shirt and a, a lanyard to be given away today, right?
2: That's what or, you tell me. Or,
0: yeah. So, right, all you have to do, this is for our YouTube side. Um, yep. You have to like the video and subscribe to the channel. Uh, we'll put your name uh, just like we did Last week on the wheel and then uh, you can get a chance to win a crossfire t-shirt as well as a crossfire lanyard
2: Yep, and we'll drop ship it directly. Uh, The YouTube channel is this weekend car audio So you can go right there and you can click on it. (laughs) Uh, We are going to What is next Sunday would be the 27th? so uh, you have to like and share by time I'm done with my show out in Sacramento And then that way I can be ready when we do our show on Monday um, when Jeffrey and I are gonna talk about our shows over the weekend of the 26th and 27th Um, on Monday when we do the drawing we're prepared ahead of time and all I do is I push the button do a couple shuffles and uh, Bob's your uncle as they say so but thank you to crossfire car audio and their support of the channel obviously with uh supporting a t-shirt and lanyard will continue to get things. I know DC was talking about putting some stuff up um Incriminator. Uh I'm going to I'm checking with Kicker. I'm going to try and get Pioneer to give up a deck. I don't think it'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm I'm still working on Pioneer, trying to get a good deck with them. And yeah, uh, I think whatnot.
0: I'm gonna like and subscribe myself, just so I can be in the running for that uh, Pioneer head
2: unit. <laughs> yep. Um. So, uh, Chris, what is your favorite show that you've been to? Um. Probably the one that has the fast cars. That would be oh, World Finals, cause of the yeah. fast cars. Hey, do on the you drag strip, right? Yeah. You yeah, you like the the, the, the the midget drags, huh? Yeah. The little kid drags. We spent a lot of
1: time over there. Uh, He kept pulling (laughs) me off to the side to go watch them, but um, it was pretty cool because uh, some of the, and I'm not well-versed on those cars at all, but some of those drivers were fairly young. So I think it's putting some other ideas in his head for a couple of years down the line, maybe another hobby, but.
2: I I believe they have a 10 year old class for those uh, mini rails, they call them. So um but yes uh and you think car audio is (laughs) expensive oh Oh, yeah i i can imagine (laughs) imagine having to rebuild an engine every two to three weeks right (laughs) yeah that doesn't it i mean i got me a race car downstairs and all that and uh yeah it's expensive just sitting in the garage
1: (laughs) it's expensive just to turn the key
2: (laughs) yes sir um yeah uh when i actually purchased it um my son asked me he says hey dad so what kind of gas mileage does it get i said that's <laughs> not why we bought this car son the gas mileage is definitely not why this why this car was being purchased uh, about a mile a gallon it, it might get about five <laughs> and that's if i keep my foot out of it yeah yeah real easy to deal with a car like that right so, but no, the fast cars, that's cool. Um, that's uh, great. I knew Flex Issues uh, was supporting shows down your direction. Do you guys, are you guys going to be supporting shows uh, down south again this year?
1: Um, we probably will be. Um, it's with me moving back up to Sacramento. It's kind of throwing a wrench in it. Um, I tend to be the guy on our team who kind of puts stuff together and um, is kind of the operations guy, if you will. Um, so so we'll see um, but being up there I'll probably be more involved with kind of the greater Sacramento scene um, but that said we still have a ton of guys in Bakersfield so yep. um, as long as work allows I'll be at as many shows as I can supporting where I can so
0: hey let's get that uh, NorCal SoCal show going again What's absolutely
1: we, de- we definitely need to work on on doing that again because uh, the first couple times that we did that Um, we had some great turnout, so Mm -hmm. it seems like a worthwhile venture to, to continue pursuing.
2: Oh, uh, oh, you're talking about the one where you guys have it just at one air at one spot, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we used to do a NorCal versus SoCal over the internet.
0: I don't know if you were
2: part of any of those, Chris. So
1: I I remember actually, I've been to a few of those and I freaking love those. One of my favorite shows that I had been to was the end of the year california versus new mexico show that might have been like 2018 yeah um but man if we can pull those off again some of my favorite memories were from those shows um you know they have guys over there like like chris munson that i wouldn't normally have a chance to compete with unless i maybe go to ces or something Mm
2: -hmm. and then it kind of
1: you know open some other avenues for us to compete against guys we wouldn't normally be able to compete against and at that show i got my ass kicked by christopher munson (laughs) which was fun in and of itself and just another notch on his belt um but stuff like that to me is fun and is challenging so i did really enjoy those satellite shows
2: yeah so um just so you know we are working on a top dog or a base race uh satellite show and i think we're gonna go i i prefer the top dog because it doesn't limit anybody and we can run it as an event you know and everybody's welcome and everybody can compete because you can go all the way down to 199 in top 119s. dog. Yeah. yeah and so um anyway so uh jeffrey and i were talking about it uh last week mm-hmm. was it last week uh who was on here yeah, that we with, were discussing it with uh david Oh, yeah. David McKay. So David Mm -hmm. McKay and his crew out of Tennessee, uh, they have a thing called cash days. And so we were talking and we may just do a three location, uh, either Texas, SoCal, NorCal, whatever, whatever locations we come up with. And we may just do a multi-location top dog and it'll pay out cash to the top person. And, um, you know, but those. The the great thing about those events is, uh, you know, normally when you're competing against somebody in the lanes, they are your adversary at the time that you're competing against them. You guys are great friends afterwards, whatever. But when you're competing against Texas or you're competing against Tennessee, you guys are all one team when you're in oh, yeah. California together, oh, yeah. right? All of Texas mm-hmm. is a team when they're going at it. It don't matter. They're all together. Whether they like each other, hate each other, doesn't matter. At that point, you guys are all one team. And I'm guessing that's the part that you really enjoyed about that, too.
1: Yeah. So we actually started a group chat um, well before the show to say, you know, with all the California competitors, we need these classes covered who can do what. So even people that maybe it wasn't necessarily an adversary, but just someone we are neutral with or didn't know too well, Mm -hmm. Hey, we need to cover these classes who can do what can somebody go up a class if you're needed in this class. So that's what I liked about it was, it's almost like building a a sports team where you're saying we need these positions filled, who can do what, whose build is going to be competitive where Um, and that was really fun to me.
2: Yeah. And and, I mean, I think Jeffrey agrees. I mean, that's, Every time Jeffrey and I have done it, it's worked out really well. Uh, would you agree, Jeff?
0: Oh yeah, there was a time I think when we first tried it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were communicating over the phone as we were controlling, uh, you know, our laptops. And I think at one point, well, as we were on the phone, I, I put you on the lo- on the uh, loudspeakers. Yeah, <laughs> we could kind of hear you in the background, and it and it kind of. As if you were there kind of deal so it, it was it was kind of cool all those other times that we've done it Yeah,
2: yeah so. and, and the way I do it at my shows is I bring a separate TV and it's just for the live feed from the other location mm. Which also makes it cool, right? So you can see the live right. feed from the other location um, You can hear what they're saying. You can see what they're saying uh, and, and it works out really cool. Uh, like I said, it's It's a great time and I'm more than sure we're gonna do it again this year uh jeffrey and i and mckay mr mckay i think just have to work it out and mm-hmm. that's to be honest uh, it's just it, it none of this stuff just magically happens you know uh, just like your builds right they don't just magically appear in your vehicle when you show up to a show there's a lot of background stuff that goes on and and whatnot uh so chris what does your mom think of the car audio stuff mm, i don't know well, I'm guessing she thinks it's dumb. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> my wife thinks it's dumb, and I've been doing it. I've been doing it with her for 20 years, 20-plus 20 years. So, And she, and even when I met her, I met her cruising downtown bumping my stereo system. That's how I met my wife. There so, you go. So she can't say nothing about my car audio. I was doing it before I met her, and she, and she came and hung out at my car <laughs> because it was bumping. Just saying, um, but no, that's that's all that stuff's really, really cool. Um, so what do you see? Uh, what do you see uh, for your future right now, Chris and Kyle? What do you guys have coming up? Just moving and uh,
1: just moving. Build? Yeah, um, so I mean, audio wise, my goal is to get the blazer built. I've been sitting on the equipment for a while now, so I need to get that built for Chris so that he can have some fun with it um and as far as class I'm not too sure I I want it it needs to be something that he can have fun with if it was me I'd honestly build a Burt build um but if it's something for him like I want him to be able to give demos and stuff so it's going to be something that'll play some music so um yeah just be able to hand him the knob and he knows how to run it already and you know he can pass out demos and compete with it so um hopefully that'll be something that's hopefully done maybe late this year I hope we'll see
2: Hey, let's see uh jeff you want to hit him with the questions with the question oh
0: okay i guess this could be for the both of you or yeah. maybe either or kyle or chris uh what would your definition of a base head be your definition of a base head what does a base head mean
1: to you chris not base. the white
2: guy on the corner of the freeway no.
1: <laughs> Chris doesn't know what that type of base head is. Oh. Cringe. Do you, do you have an idea of what a base head means to you? No? All right. I mean, I guess to me, like, it, it could mean any number of things, right? Um, You know, one... Bad thing about our our hobby as a whole mm-hmm. is some guy with a couple of kickers and a prefab joins a bass group and they down talk him for having kickers. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's his basis of knowledge and that's what he has access to and he's happy bumping it, that guy's just as much of a bass head as some guy with a walled vehicle.
0: Exactly. So,
1: really, to me, it's if you have a love and a passion for loud music, um, whether it's a low run system or some $80,000 system, you're still a bass head because you're still uh garnering the same joy from it regardless of what it is so that to me is just a base of, just somebody who has a love for loud music and you know the low frequencies of loud music whether that's 110 on 200 watts or some of these guys with 100,000 watt builds
2: yeah i i, I, I agree, agree with that 100% um jeffrey what do you got coming up this weekend tell us about you uh,
0: so this weekend as you could see behind me uh Crossfire car audio headquarters. Uh, we're doing a DB drag and USAC event. Uh, so it's a dual organization, Uh, starting about 12 PM. Um, it's gonna be at an an industrial area. So you guys don't have to worry about, uh, we don't have to worry about getting shut down. You know, we got ample parking. Um, we got, uh, a barbecue uh, pit come in, a hot box barbecue will be there. So those of you, uh, that don't know about Texas barbecue, which I know a lot of you have. It's <laughs> so, so have I, you know. <laughs> uh, Hot Box barbecue will be there. Um, we also got uh, uh, Roger, he's uh, he's doing a uh, win a hundred bucks of Roger's money. Yeah, uh, he kicks down uh, prizes for uh, like, more like performance bonuses to like uh, people who like say if it's a full uh, bracket and in, in a base race and you come out the winner you know, kick you down a hundred bucks. You know, we have a little bit of something for everybody. We got the freestyle uh, competition that a lot of people are liking now. Uh, We got the globe ready to go and, uh, you know, just gonna have a good time. And weather's gonna be a little bit cold, which, for I don't know a lot of people that don't know it is really perfect for SPL so like the <laughs> cooler temperatures So if you want to go out there and bust, you know An extra couple of tents higher than you normally would in the uh, the hot Texas summer. hey, come out to the show this weekend
2: yep, and uh, for us up here in Sacramento, we are going to have a Show at Lunsford customs. Let's see. It says that's Sunday the 27th. It says a high of 64 degrees which is a great day to be doing it. Let me just check and see if there's any wind real quick. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 5 a.m. Middle of the day. Oh, dude, no wind. Three-mile-an-hour winds all day long. So uh, for you guys that are interested, come on out to Lunsford Customs. That's over in the industrial section of town. Uh, We have a great time over there. Everything else, we start at 10 a.m., and uh, brackets at noon and by brackets at noon that means you had to have already qualified so please show up we also have the top dog at the end base race beat the boss so if you win your base race class you have a chance to go against me and try and beat the boss for ten dollars uh then we also have Freestyle class obviously and top dog Mm -hmm. top dog Five dollars of each entry goes to the uh, winner of top dog So that's a you get a dog tag you get a trophy and you get cash So top dog we encourage people to participate in that that's always a great time But that's what we got going on right now We've already started scheduling our shows for northern, California and Reno area Josh Tay2 is going to be starting to do clinics out there in the Reno area. So thank you, Josh. I, he was watching earlier. I don't know if he still is. Um, we are going to be doing, I got the date set for Reno. I'm just waiting for confirmation from the venue in Reno. Uh, as soon as we get that confirmation, we'll be adding those uh, to the calendar. Nyman, for you guys that don't know, Nyman's doing much better. He's back at home now. He still got to go to. Uh, physical therapy and stuff. I'll be talking to him next week, hopefully, and uh, see if we're going to start rescheduling the night shows at Nyman's again. Everybody loves those, and whether or not he's participating, he enjoys being part of them and running them. So um, look forward to talking to Nyman about that. Lunsford Customs, uh, I already talked to Jay's alarms. We're going to continue with the Friday night shows down in Fresno. I know Friday nights are not easy, but it's only once a month, and uh, I think people were enjoying it, especially with. Um, we're, we're gonna see if he's gonna do the death match giveaway cash again. Yeah. Uh, that was a big. Uh, that was a big hit last year. Uh, and, was and it
0: like uh, for so many DBs, you get like a certain amount of money. Right? Yeah.
2: So so uh, the first sick. one you got, I think, two dollars a DB the second one you got three dollars a db and then the final one you got four dollars a db so uh ray maestas went down there and showed up and showed out and (laughs) uh and 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 truly uh that stuff is what encouraged uh, what we did at world finals uh wayne was seeing those and he's like man i missed that i'm bringing it back i'm bringing it back um for people on the west coast I wouldn't so get your hopes up for a satellite location just this year the only reason being is is this the 25th anniversary for DB drag and I think Wayne's gonna want to have it in one location and just do an outrageous spectacle so I would say get your points plan for it it's usually the first second or third week of October um, I know some people need to know way ahead of time and whatnot, but I do know it's going to be in October. It's in October every year, uh, quite often the second week, occasionally the first week of October. So I would really kind of plan around those two weeks. I'm not sure where it'll be in the country. If it'll be in the dead center, or if it'll be on the East Coast, or if it'll be in Vegas. We honestly don't know. Down Deep. for Vegas. I'm down. By, I mean, <laughs> we've heard people on the East Coast say for years. That if it was in Vegas, they would be there. I'd love for Wayne to put it in Vegas. Um, I mean, Vegas is a $27 flight from my house. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it, he's bringing his setup, so I won't, wouldn't have to tow tr- trailer mine down there or nothing. Uh, and, and and like I said, I, I think you guys, um, I mean, I'm sure Kyle can speak to this. When you met the guys from back east, they were just as cool as the guys out here, right? as far as friendly and
1: yeah, absolutely. And if, if anything, I feel like the mellow nature of our competitors really put them at ease to actually kind of break the ice with us and have conversation with us because, you know, there's always been this online, you know, notion that, you know, we hate them, they hate us. But when you come out here and we're spending more time barbecuing and shooting the shit and, you know, most of those guys are drinking beers, then it, it puts, folks at East to say, you know what, I'll introduce myself. You know, I see this guy's wearing a team such and such shirt. I've seen him online or seen his scores like let me go introduce myself. So definitely.
2: No. And, and and I promise you guys went back east. They're they are serious when they're in the lanes. They step out of the lanes. It's a little different. Um it isn't the same atmosphere. It absolutely is not. But that means we can't. That doesn't mean we can't bring the West Coast atmosphere to World Finals with us. The Canadians used to do it every year, right? They brought Canada with them. Everybody's, you know, Canada. They are the most friendliest people in the world, um, and they come down and they have a great time. I mean, even the Canadians we meet right at our events uh, when they come down for Autorama or they came down for World Finals. Really nice guys. Um, so, so we can bring it back out there to them uh show them our version of a good time they can show us their version of a good time and you know when you're face to face and facing somebody you've never seen before and getting to see the builds that you've never seen uh those are the memories that you hold and you um the, they they stay with you a, a lot longer so uh, i would encourage everybody to get their points as soon as wayne announces what they are and let's you know let's let's take a train out to the uh wherever the world finals is and you know i would love to see 25 30 people from the west coast i guarantee if he split it up this year you would have saw at least 20 people from the east coast go that come out here and you probably would have seen it close to that go to the east coast right i mean we we were gonna go back and forth so anyway it's awesome to see and i appreciate you guys um i want to thank kyle and chris for uh being on here today Thank you, guys.
0: Definitely.
2: Thank you, Chris. Good job. (laughs) Chris is always a good time at the shows. He sits there, uh, does his thing. Uh, I want to thank my co-host, Jeffrey Fernandez. Thank you for being with us. Thanks to uh, Crossfire Car Audio, providing with a T-shirt and a lanyard. So remember how to do this, Is you guys have until the 27th. Yes, Sunday the 27th. Uh, to get in there on the YouTube, uh, subscribe and like, uh, the, the podcast and we will do a drawing next week and that'll be for a t-shirt and a lanyard. I'm going to try and get these things a little bit bigger. Maybe try to get some speakers from some of these other manufacturers. Uh, I'm trying to talk to trio, uh, Danny Britton, uh, for you people that don't know some of the old schools, John Henry, or I'm sorry. Um, yeah, John Henry. Uh, Now that's going way back to like being K meters uh, and he's got stories to share with us. So looking forward to that. Uh, And then next week we are intending to have a guy from Oklahoma. Uh, He's starting up a new shop and he wants to start hosting events up there in Oklahoma. So we got some big things coming up and as the, summer gets going again we'll be talking about our shows and the cool stuff we see at the shows and you know stuff like chris coming out and hey he beat brian nyman world champion at that (laughs) show you know can't wait to you know start talking that kind of stuff so um anyway uh final thoughts anything else from you guys chris and kyle
1: uh, yeah, so all of your guys' followers of this show are very likely already following Sonic FX and Boom and Audio. If they're not, uh, I encourage them to do so. Also, for the guys out on the West Coast, um, give a follow on Facebook to Mecca California. That's going to be Richard Pappison's page, and I ask a California. That's going to be Ray Hemley's page to stay up to date on some of the other orgs out here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always felt that when all three orgs or all four orgs are are going healthy that's when the hobby is is at its best so um let's get, keep all these shows rolling
2: i agree with you 100 percent. we yes. even had ray yes. ray and uh mr papa on here both to talk about their stuff so i mean we don't do, you know we don't discourage or you know we always encourage everybody to go to every possible show that works for them uh anything from you jeffrey nope all Just right i hope see you guys this
0: weekend and uh we're gonna have a good show on monday yeah, Monday.
2: Yeah. Well, and, and do something special at Jeffrey's and my show so we can have something to talk about on the podcast next yeah. week.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, uh, maybe a little magic smoke or something uh yes, sir. anyway once again uh you can check us out on all the platforms iheart itunes spotify podbean if i'm missing any that you guys listen to or i'm not available please let me know and i will get that on our list and make sure we're available for that i will try and get these things uploaded tomorrow or tonight onto those audio only formats remember like and share And uh, if you can and you already uh, you already are um, subscribed to the YouTube channel, put a comment outside of the live feed that helps the algorithm along with um, liking it uh, on there. So you got to be a member or sorry, a subscriber and a like it. And that will put you in the drawing for the T-shirt and lanyard for next week. All right, guys. Once again, I like to thank you guys for coming in. Next week we'll be on here again Monday night at six p.m. California time. Like I always say, the California time is the only time that matters. As much That's as Jeffrey central, doesn't like that, no, central time. it's the only time that matters. Um, but please join us again next week. We'll be here uh, with our guests from Oklahoma, and we, like I said, we have. Uh, we're trying to get Fukuda on here. We're trying to. Get, I'm telling you. I'm trying for some old big names to talk about the old days and uh, some of the cool stuff that we've done. So, all right, guys. uh, Once again, we'll see you guys next week, Monday night, uh, back here on This Week in Car Audio. Have a good night.